You're listening to the Assembly of Yahweh Sermon Podcast, recorded in Cisco, Texas. For more information, please visit hallelujah.org. We hope you enjoy this message. Good morning, everyone. Great to see you all here on the third day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. You know, I was uh, thinking back, as I was driving over here today, I was thinking back, and it just kind of crossed my mind, one of the first messages uh, I ever gave, I, I remember driving here, and I was thinking on the way here, I was like, you know, if I, if I crashed into that ditch, I wouldn't have to give this message. <laughs> and then I started thinking about how fast would I have to go to hurt myself bad enough? <laughs> and uh, luckily I overcame Yahweh. Gave me uh, the strength, and uh, anyway, I, I wanted to talk today to you about: uh, Are we giving the honor due? And I just want to thank the assembly for uh, giving me the opportunity to speak to you, and, and that Yahweh uh, gave me the the ability to be here today to speak to you, and. Uh, you know, what made me think about giving this, this sermon was um, I was reading like, through the scripture like I do I'm on this, year, or this uh, yearly reading program, and, and I was reading the scripture, and, and I read something that, you know how you just read some things that you're like, I've never seen that. Anyway, it was just such a crazy scripture that... Uh, you know, every once in a while, they'll just throw something. It'll just be a couple sentences, and you're just like, man, I've never seen that. So I wanted to start with reading that. Uh, so if you would, let's turn to Acts 12, 19. And this is Herod's death. And here at the end, I want, I want all the young people to pay attention and, and maybe read along with me. Because here at the end, it has some important words uh, that are said. All right. Then Herod went and went from Judea to Caesarea and stayed there. He had been quarreling with the people of Tyre and Sidon. They now joined together and sought an audience with him. After securing the support of Blastus, a trusted personal servant of the king, they asked for peace because they depended on the king's country for their food supply. On the appointed day, Herod, wearing his royal robes, sat on his throne and delivered a public address to the people. They shouted, This is the voice of God, not of man. Immediately, because Herod did not give praise to Yahweh, an angel of Yahweh struck him down, and he was eaten by worms and died. Did y'all catch that last part? He was eaten alive by worms and died. And I just thinking about that, like that's got to be the top three ways to go. Uh, Worst ways. I mean, I can't think of a worse way of, of dying than being eaten by worms. And let's just uh, go back so we can kind of get some context here. And I think it's funny, you know, some, some words that are in the Bible, like you're just like, why, why was this in these scriptures? Like, why, did, why were these written? And they're all in there for a reason. So let's uh, start back on, on verse 21. On the appointed day, Herod, and it says he was wearing his royal, royal robes, and he, he was sitting, and he sat on his throne, and he, and he addressed the people. And I'm just thinking of this guy, just, uh, I don't know, just very pompous and just sitting with all his nice robes. And uh, he really thinks he's something. And then it goes on and, and 
they shouted, this is the voice of a God, not of a man. And I just think of him sitting there just, you know, really reveling in that, in that moment and what people were saying about him. And immediately, because he didn't give praise to Yahweh and give him the glory for what he had and what he was given, Yahweh struck him down and eat more by worms. And uh, I'll be honest, this, that kind of scared me too. Is, I mean, it's a really interesting scripture, but it kind of scared me. I was like, how many times have I not have, you know, maybe someone said something about me and, and uh, you know, you just kind of take it and revel in it and not give the glory to who the glory is to you. And as, you know, as I started doing the study, I started like uh, reading about other people and, and there's so many that didn't give the glory and, uh, to Yahweh. And it's not good for these people if you read through the scriptures. And I had a couple of examples that were kind of short on the shorter side. But, you know, I was uh, looking at LinkedIn. I don't know if y'all know what that is. Uh, it's like a, a business social media or yeah, social media uh, platform. Anyway, I, I'm on there and, and I was looking through some stuff and there's this guy that was uh, talking about how he had, um, he had paid for this woman's gas and uh, really the whole thing was just like, you know, look at me and how good I am. And then at the end he says, you know, it'd be real nice if the rest of the world was more like myself. Pretty much, I'm paraphrasing. And I was just thinking, you know, that's scary that, you know, there's been times I think that I might have done something like that, you know, and told, you know, you know, told people, you know, look at me and, and, and I just, and, and what really got me thinking was like, man, this is crazy because there's like, I don't know, I had like millions of likes on it and it was just like, what are people thinking? I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I guess... You know, what he did was good, but I guess, I don't know, those things, when I see that, like, people really just uh, wanting to be, you know, wanting you to notice, I, like, I get, like, a, a nasty feeling in my stomach about those people, but I say that, and then in the same sense, I'm like, you know, I, I think I might have been guilty in, of that in, in, at times. I wanted to read another story to you about King Nebuchadnezzar. If you want to turn to Daniel 4:28, we're just going to jump in the middle of the story, and uh, for time's sake, and we'll just kind of read read about. You know, this is this is after Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know, you'd think that he would uh, have learned by now, but he hadn't. So we'll we'll just pick up there in 4:28. All this happened to King Nebuchadnezzar. Twelve months later, as the king was walking on the roof of the royal palace of Babylon, he said, Is not this the great Babylon I have built as the royal residence by my mighty power and for the glory of my majesty? And even as the words were on his lips, a voice came from heaven. This is what is decreed for you, King Nebuchadnezzar. Your royal authority has been taken from you. You'll be driven away from people and will live with the wild animals. You will eat grass like the ox. Seven times will pass by for you until you acknowledge that the Most High is sovereign over all kingdoms on earth and gives them to anyone he wishes. 
Immediately, what had been said about Nebuchadnezzar was fulfilled. He was driven away from the people and ate grass like an ox. His body was drenched with the dew of heaven until his hair grew like feathers of an eagle and his nails like the claws of a bird. At the end of that time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, raised my eyes toward heaven and my sanity was restored. Then I praised the Most High. I honored and glorified him who lives forever. So he finally came and, and came back to his senses and, and honored and glorified Yahweh. And let's just go back again and just relive like kind of this, you know, what he was thinking. I just, and I'm just imagining again, like uh, him on his rooftop, he's looking over Babylon, the city of Babylon, and just thinking, you know, look at what I've done and the majesty, all for the glory of myself. What's great about these scriptures is they're here for us to read and for us to, you know, take into account and that we can say, you know, kind of look at ourselves and examine ourselves and say, you know, is there anything that in my life I'm maybe taking too much glory for and not giving the glory to Yahweh? Because it's, it's kind of scary when you see how Yahweh looks at these things and, how, and the punishments he, he gives. Let's uh, turn to Revelation 16.8. Here's another quick story. And this is, uh, you know, about the, the seven bowls of wrath and the angels are pouring them out on the people with the mark of the beast. And uh, anyway, this is, this is the, the fourth angel that, uh, that's pouring out this bowl. And, and it says, the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun. And the sun was allowed to scorch people with fire. And they were seared by intense heat and they cursed the name of Yahweh who had control over these plagues but they refused to repent and glorify him this is just another one of those interesting scriptures where uh, I I find it interesting it says uh, they cursed the name of Yahweh and then you know because all these words are in here for a reason and then right after that it says who had control over these plagues and it's just like you know, why would the people curse the very Elohim that has control over these plagues that can stop them? You know, they're, they're getting their skins seared off. And it says, but they refuse to repent and glorify Him. It's just hard to understand. You know, uh, Yahweh's creation is made for, for His glory. All of us here, this cre- uh, each one of us are made for His glory. Let's turn to Isaiah 43.6. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar, and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, who I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. So he created us for his glory. Let's turn to uh, 1 Corinthians 6.20. That's something good for us to remember, that that's really our, our job on this earth, is to bring him glory. All right. 1 Corinthians 6.20 For you were brought, bought with a price, so glorify Yahweh in your body. Let's turn to Isaiah 48.11. It says, For my own sake, for my own sake I do it. For how should my name be profaned? My glory will not gi- I will not give to another. And he does it for his own sake. All this creation is for his sake. Yahweh says he, w- he will not give to his glory to another. You know, have you ever done work that someone took credit for 
I know, I was thinking about a time that I had done some work. Uh, we had actually, me and some, some other guys had worked on this, this uh, project. And anyway, we were kind of giving an update to our boss. There was one guy that was presenting, but the way he presented it, it was the, that he had done everything. Like, and so there was a couple of us sitting there like, you know, uh, he's going to say something about the rest of us here real soon. <laughs> but he never did. And then, and to make it worse, you know, that would have been bad. But then at the end of it, our boss looks at us and he says, so what have y'all been doing? Like, and uh, anyway, it was just like, I, I remember that. That was about 10 years ago. And I still remember that, you know, uh, someone taking credit for, you know, work that you've done and, and, uh, and I, I just wonder if that's how Yahweh feels when, he, you know, there's all these pagan gods and, and, and people are worshiping and giving them glory for the things that they didn't do. And anyway, it's just a, something I was thinking. And another, you know, time that I was thinking about someone, and this is, you know, probably not as good of an example, but, but it has my brother in it, so I want to tell you all a story about him. Anyway, this, so Josh, he uh, is... One of these guys that, like, he's, you know, you'll, you'll, he's kind of slow to the, to the, to come on board to something new. Like, he's like, you know, it has to be uh, something that's tried and true before he's like, okay, I, 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 I agree with that. Or anyway, so I was telling him about this uh, music that was like, I was just like, man, this music is awesome, and you got to, you know, this band is so good, you got to try them out. I think it was need to breathe or something anyway he was telling me like he, we were listening to it and uh he was like yeah i don't like it and i was like okay well he doesn't like you like i don't care like i like it this is good music and i don't know if it's need to breathe josh was looking at me maybe like it wasn't it was some band and anyway about two months later we're sitting there and there's like uh it's me and josh and one other guy and he's telling this other guy how awesome this band is. <laughs> that it's the very band that I was telling him about that he hated. And I was just like, hey, at least tell him, you know, who told you about him. <laughs> Never gave me any credit. No. But, uh, <laughs> and that was just, uh, that's not really a good example. But th- there's, you will remember, you know, if you don't get credit for things, how many times on this earth does Yahweh not get credit uh, for things that he is due, that are due his name? You know, I think about people that, you know, work their whole lives and they are blessed uh, and they donate their money so they can have, you know, uh, their name put on a building or something. And, and I just think, you know, I mean, it's one thing for someone else to put your name on a building, but to put your own name on a building, it just something feels wrong about that you know and that's my opinion uh if there's any of you guys that have your name on a building somewhere you know but i was thinking about like if you've ever given anonymously and is that really the right way to do it and 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 this you know this study has kind of made me think about that because i always thought that was the right way to do it but um should we maybe it's that we should be giving yahweh you know the glory uh I don't know. I haven't figured that one out yet. But I was just thinking about that as I was doing the study. You know, there's... We have to... 
if we're going to give Yahweh the glory, we have to set time apart for him. And I was, you know, pretty late in my life before I realized uh, how important that was to really set time apart for prayer and, and reading and meditation. I mean, it's pretty sad how far along I was in my life. You know, now, I mean, I, I think that if you aren't, do, aren't doing something, you know, some kind of daily habit that, you know, you're starting your day off on the wrong foot, like from go. You're, you know, as soon as you get started, you're already, you're already behind the eight ball. So I would just encourage you, if you're not, to get some kind of habits. Like if you're young and you haven't started, you know, there's so many habits that you need to get in your life when you're young uh, and start them as young as you can because the fruit of those habits are going are gonna to give you life. Like, I mean, it's just amazing what they can do for your life if you'll just implement just a, a few habits uh, that you do every day. Let's read uh, Psalm 63 two. I've seen you in the sanctuary, and behold your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hand. I will be fully satisfied as the, riches, as the richest food of foods. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. You know, something I like to do uh, is, you know, is... Like, I like to go running, and a lot of times when I run, it's too dark, uh, so I just run on the treadmill. But when I, when I go out of town, if I can, you know, especially some of these big cities, like, they'll have, you know, some park you can run to uh, close to the hotel or something. So I, I love, I mean, I haven't been doing this very long, but since I've started doing it, like, I, it's something I look forward to a lot. So I was in uh, Pittsburgh and, and, and the reason I love doing it, like especially out when you get a run outside, is just, you know, the, you really, and my, like, I mean, when you're running, you can think and you can uh, pray. I mean, you can do really anything. You can, a lot of times I'll listen to scripture or the, my daily scriptures. If you're running through some of these parts, I mean, they're just gorgeous and, and you can't help but just praise Yahweh when you're doing this. And I was going to run in Pittsburgh a couple, like maybe it was a month ago, and, uh, and I got there, and I opened my bag, and I look inside, and I'm getting all my stuff out to go running, and I fit, realize I have one shoe. I'm like, no. But I was so excited to run, I started, like, you know, there, there's times in stories where it's like the walker moment, where you say, I shouldn't do this. <laughs> Uh, and this was this time in my story, and, and usually I, you know, I say, no, that sounds like what something Walker would do. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but this time, I was like, man, I've been wanting to, like, I'd already mapped out where I was going to run and everything, and I was like, man, I'm doing it anyway. Uh, so I said, you know, what's better, one shoe on or, or just no shoes? And I decided that no shoes was best because maybe people wouldn't notice if they weren't, you know looking too close. One shoe, you're definitely looking like a weirdo. So I, that's what I did, and I ran, and actually it wasn't bad, and I've heard people like that run barefoot, and it's like, builds up your feet muscles or something, I don't know. You know, and it was great all the way there, I mean, it really wasn't that bad, and then I started coming back, and we had stayed across the road 
from the, because we were, came to see this company that we were going to meet with, and they had this big, you know, they're in a big building downtown, and we stayed right across the road from them. And as I was running back, you know, I started seeing more and more people walking on the street, and I was like, man, uh, this is kind of embarrassing. And then I started thinking, uh, you know, a lot of people in suits and stuff, and, uh, and I was just thinking, like, uh, I wonder if we're going to, I might, I wonder if I'm going to run into Adam and, <laughs> and Brad, because they're the people, like, I've already, I already know these people, and they've met them, so it's not like we just run past them, and I could just act like that never happened. I would have to sit there and talk to them if I, if I saw them in the street, and uh, which I started thinking, like, it's right around 8 o'clock, too. Like, they're going to be walking in right about this time, and i got to somehow get into my hotel. Anyway, so change of plans. I just went around the back and went around a few more blocks and came in the back way. Never saw them. There's something about being outside, and, and you know, every day, if you see a beautiful sunrise or sunset or, or just anything in Yahweh's creation, it's just... The way I think about it, it's Yahweh advertising Yahweh. It's Him showing, you know, this is, this is the, my creation and the beauty that I can create. And, I mean, it's just like, I mean, he's a, he's a bad man when it comes to creating things. And, you know, this is something I heard someone say, and I thought it was really good. He, he said, the reason Yahweh doesn't get the honor He deserves is because He's consistent. Like, He's just consistent every day with, you know the sun coming up and and things just working like they're supposed to and it's kind of like a you know a wife that that always has their your food ready for you after a while you just you're not grateful as you should be for it because it's just consistent this is what you do every day and that's what i think sometimes we we just see this stuff every day and it's uh it's just consistent and you know this is this is what things are supposed to be. They're supposed to be beautiful. You know, everything's supposed to look like this. And that's just some observation I had and the thought that I thought was interesting. And then I was thinking, like, what if Yahweh just took a break for a little bit, just didn't do those things consistently? You know, it's over pretty fast for all of us. You know, something else, as we're talking about bringing glory to Yahweh, I was thinking, you know, honoring people and doing good deeds for others also brings glory to Yahweh. And that's what, you know, I want us just to be thinking about is how do we, I mean, that's really the whole point of this message is how do we bring glory to Yahweh? Because he is definitely do it and worthy of it. Let's turn to 1 Peter 2.12. Live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify Yahweh on the day he visits us. I mean, that's, uh, you know, what we're all capable of if, if, we, uh, if we are good enough and, and do good deeds, then people around us will glorify Yahweh. And they will come to Yahweh. You know, I was thinking, uh, it's not always comfortable to give glory to Yahweh and Yahshua. And, you know, I, especially... You know, when you're younger and you're kind of, you know, you're very uh, cognizant of, you know, people, you know, I mean, sometimes people aren't like-minded. They don't think the way you do. And I want, like, just to commend the young people in this assembly, like, from what I've seen, 
you guys are pretty much the same. Of course, I don't see y'all a lot out with your friends, but from what I've se- I have seen, you guys are pretty much the same no matter where you are. And I, like I just, and you're not afraid of bringing Yahweh glory and 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 everything. And and you know you don't hold back on praying in public. And I mean, there's just you know I've been watching you guys. You guys seem like good group, and I just want to commend you guys because I know that you know it's tough when when you're that age and and you're, you're going to be put in situations where it's it's difficult and people that you know they they don't think anything like you and they can they can really you know if you're if you're not strong enough they can change you and that's what I hope that all of you you guys don't let happen let's turn to Matthew 10:32 Whoever acknowledges me before others, I will also acknowledge before my, he- my Father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before others, I will disown before my Father in heaven. And this is, these are great scriptures to remember when, you know, we're feeling that way, uh, uncomfortable. Let's turn to, this is, that's what Yahshua said. Now let's turn to 1 Samuel 2.30 and uh, Yahweh says something very similar. Therefore, Yahweh Elohim of Israel declares, I promise that your house and the house of your father should go in and out before me forever. But now, Yahweh declares, far be it from me. For those who honor me, I will honor. And those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. You know, and I, uh, that part where it says lightly esteemed, I used to always be like, that's just like kind of esteemed a little bit. But I, I think they're saying uh, that... You're not going to really be esteemed. But Yahweh says, for those who honor me, I will honor. Important things for us to think, think about in our, in our everyday life and activities. You know, the more things that you do, uh, the more opportunities you have to give Yahweh glory. I was thinking about, you know, if you, do, if you don't do anything, you don't have many opportunities to show Yahweh's glory. I mean, I, I was thinking about these these guys up on the mountains, the monks that in Tibet, and they, they're just monks that teach other monks how to be monks, and that's really all they do, I think. <laughs> I'm not actually positive on that, but I think that's all they do. It doesn't seem like that's very beneficial to anybody. You know, somebody I was thinking about the other day is Chance York. He, every time he's driving anywhere, if he sees someone that needs help, he pulls over and helps them, you know, which is awesome. He's an awesome guy. Uh, except for, you know, when you're, when you're waiting on him and he's late and you're thinking, man, I hope he didn't see somebody and he has to stop and help somebody. <laughs> no, I, I say that in jest. Like, I mean, I, if, if he saw somebody, I hope he helps him, but I hope he doesn't see anybody because I want him to be there on time. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and speaking of chance, he's running for uh, city council. And he cares about this community, so like, if there's anything that you guys can do for our community that would be beneficial, it would be to go vote this week for Chance York. And while you're at it, you might as well vote for Kyle for uh, school board. Yeah, that, no more political ads this sermon. Sorry. A friend of mine that I used to work with, just he's like one of these people, like, and I know many of you know him, like they're just so incredible and uh there's just something about them like they're i mean it's not something like i mean he shows yahweh's light 
everywhere he goes, he's a, he's a follower of Yahshua. I mean, as, as, I mean, he's just an incredible guy, and everybody that comes in contact with him has changed. And I was actually meeting with him because we, we buy things from him, and he had his VP of sales there, and we were just talking at lunch one day. And, and I really, I wouldn't actually be meeting with him, but I just like the guy so much because uh, I don't actually buy any of the stuff. Like, I, I'm not the guy that does that, but I just like him. And so I said, yeah, I'll meet with you. And anyway, we were eating lunch, and uh, somewhere along the way, like, the guy that, the VP of sales that was his boss said, you know, he started talking about his own life, and he had been abandoned by his dad. And, and he said, you know, working with you, Aaron, is just like, it's so... It's just so incredible. Like, I want, like, what you have. And right then, and this, they hadn't been working very long together, like, uh, maybe a couple weeks when he said this. And, you know, Aaron said, well, we got some work to do then. <laughs> I don't know. You know, and I just say that, tell you that story is just that, you know, we, we all have that ability. And Aaron's making an impact. And it's about, you know, his attitude and the way he lives. And people want what he has. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians 10.31. So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of Yahweh. Let's turn to Ephesians 2.10. For we are Yahweh's handiwork, created in Yahshua Messiah to do good works, which Yahweh prepared in advance for us to do. So we're here to do good works. Let's turn to Matthew 5.14. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify Yahweh in heaven. And it comes back to glorifying Yahweh in heaven. And I just think that's so interesting, how many times you see that in the scriptures. So we're created for good deeds, because if we do good deeds, and by our good deeds, Yahweh will be glorified. But something that we should all be thinking about is, you know, if we can show Yahweh's glory by doing good deeds, what happens when we do bad deeds? You know, a lot of us, you know, bear His name and, and, you know, there's more responsibility on those that, that carry His name, I believe. And, you know, what happens to Yahweh's glory when, you know, His name's on us? You know, I was thinking about what we want from our children and... You know, we're Yahweh's children, so I always like to think about, you know, what I, like, you know, what do I want for my children? Kind of put myself in Yahweh's shoes and, of, of sorts. And, you know, I, I was thinking, you know, we want their time. We want to be respected by our children. Uh, we want them to have a good attitude. We want their love. And, you know, how good are we doing at those things for Yahweh? Are we giving Him our time? Are we giving Him our respect and, and having a good attitude? And there's probably a better list. This is just a list I made up. But there's probably a better list. Uh, but, you know, Yahweh wants our love, too. And He wants to know us. And, you know, I was thinking about kids and, you know, so what happens when we don't bring Yahweh glory? And, you know, that happens in our life from time to time. Our children don't bring us glory. And I was trying to think of an example. And I was struggling. I was, trying, I was asking my wife, to help me. She was no help. But I was thinking, uh, you know, I asked my kids to help me. They were no help. Nobody helped me. But I've, I remembered one that was 
like an example maybe that would be helpful. We were on a cruise a couple years ago and we kept getting these phone calls from security and they were telling us, we need y'all coming down here now to the wherever their security place was. And we were like, we're not going, like, anyway, we we had stuff going on. We didn't want to go down to security, and we didn't know why they kept calling us, but they were persistent, and they called us, I don't know how many times, but it was at least five times that they called us, and they would call us at all times of the, like, we'd be sleeping, and they'd call us, and we finally decided, well, this must be pretty serious, so we better go see the security, and uh, so I went down there. You know, I kept asking them, well, why do y'all want to see me? And they would never really say. And so I went down there and they said, they, well, for one thing, these guys were serious. They had, they set me down and they had these cameras. They started, they strapped on, once I got there, they were strapping on cameras so they could just point it at me. Like, and I was like, what is going on? Because they were going to video this encounter between us. So I was like, what are we, like, I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> but they thought so. So they put this camera on, they're recording the whole conversation, and they said, Sir, you, you have been calling all different rooms, tons of rooms, and you're waking everybody up, and you're just irritating everybody, and then they call us, and you're calling rooms all the time. And right when they said that, I was like, Oh, man, I know exactly what happened now. Because Landry, she was just having fun, playing on the phone, I didn't know she was calling people, but evidently, our whole vacation, she was calling people, and we didn't know, uh, and waking people up, I don't know, it was bad, and I don't know how many places, like, anyway, we should have come down a lot sooner, because it was, I figured out why they were so mad, anyway, you know, sometimes our kids disappoint us, uh, and sometimes we disappoint our Heavenly Father, and that's just something that we need to understand that that we carry a heavy load and a heavy weight on our shoulders being Yahweh's children. In sports, they're like these greats, the greats of the greats. You know, in basketball, it might be Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. In tennis, there's Serena Williams and Raphael Federer. And in baseball, there's Babe Ruth, Nolan Ryan, Bo Jackson. Maybe if you watch more football, there's Tom Brady, Emmett Smith, Jerry Rice, Bo Jackson again. You know, Romo didn't make the list. But, you know, we celebrate and give honor and attention to these people based on who they are and what they've done. And, you know, I just think of, like, how much honor we give these people. And, and it's not just them. It's like, you know, everybody in our culture, everybody in our society, there's, there's people that are celebrated and given honor for, you know, in a, lot of, in a lot of ways for, you know, for good reason, they're honored and, and sometimes maybe not so much. But, you know, I just think about, you know, what Yahweh's done and are we giving the honor that's due Him knowing what, what we know and that He's done for us, for all humanity? Are we, is He really getting the honor due when you think about all of creation and what he's doing and, and how much how much ado we give to these people that are, you know, throwing a ball around and, and hitting a ball, I mean, or, or movie stars, you know. I mean, there's just so much uh, glory and, and, their, and fame given to them and what have they done? And then you think about 
you know, what Yahweh's done. And, you know, he is glorious. You know, we don't make him glorious, but we, we can make his glory visible to others. He is glorious. You know, we're called over and over to glorify our glorious Heavenly Father. And he doesn't need our, us to bring glory to him, but he enjoys it. And he loves when, his, when we do and when, I, when his children bring joy, like bring glory to him and honor you know, don't, isn't that like all of us that we appreciate when people notice what we've done and give us the, the honor like that? And that's what, how Yahweh is. He, he, he appreciates and enjoys the honor that we give Him. And that's why, like, I think, you know, our worship here is so important. And sometimes you're not, you're not really coming here, in my opinion, you're not really coming here to listen to a sermon or, you know, to, just to listen to music and like you're here to worship Yahweh because he he is worthy of it and i just i think that when we worship you know he's an audience of one and i feel like all of us should should just say i'm going to to sing so that he hears me sing that he hears my voice for him so i would just say let us give Yahweh honor and glory because he's worthy and it's due his name thank you